welcome to podcast number eight of Practical Wisdom from ACP Financial Advisors, a monthly program about creating and operating a successful financial planning practice. We're a presentation of the Alliance of Comprehensive Planners, known as ACP, a community of tax-focused financial advisors operating under a unique retainer-based fiduciary business model. I'm your host, Ken Robinson. On our show today, Greater Together, Dual Membership in XY Planning Network and ACP. There are lots of professional organizations for financial advisors and several specifically for fee-only planners. Of course, ACP as the community of tax-focused financial planners operating under the retainer model serves a specific group of professionals. But often those professionals value other memberships as well such as NAPFA or the Financial Planning Association. With this episode, we begin a series, Greater Together, in which we'll highlight the experiences of ACP members who enthusiastically maintain other professional memberships as well. In future episodes, we'll discuss the American Institute of CPAs and the Kinder Institute of Life Planning. But we'll kick things off today by discussing one of the fastest growing professional organizations in the industry, the XY Planning Network, which has recently added its 1,000th member. Our guest is PJ Wallen, CPA PFS, CFP, founder of Atlas Financial, a fee-only financial planning, investment management, and tax services firm with offices in Richmond, Virginia. PJ is a founding member of the XY Planning Network and joined ACP in 2016. PJ, thanks for joining us. Ken, thanks for having me. So you're one of XYPN's founding members. How did you hear about them? Uh, believe it or not, on Twitter. I was at a, an impasse in my career and was just leaving the second uh, fee-only wealth management firm that I'd worked at. And I was, I was seeking a different option. I just didn't know what. And I was looking at everything, not only fee-only firms, but other types of hybrid firms, locally, not locally. And I also was checking all the new social uh, avenues, and I came across a, a tweet by Alan Moore, one of the co-founders of XY, and started to realize that they were creating something that was potentially uh, going to help me start a firm. So. What was it that made you feel like XY was the organization you wanted to be a part of? What did they offer to your ambition of wanting to start your own firm? I'm not from Richmond, Virginia. And so to a certain extent, uh, my network was relatively new. And it was, uh, you know, I'd spent five or six years in the Richmond marketplace, but primarily servicing relationships that had been built by the founders of the other firms that I was a part of. And so I was concerned about whether or not I had a bunch of high net worth relationships that I could build if I truly wanted to go out on my own. And so I think initially the intrigue of, well, I've got a lot of friends that are in the same spot as me where we are newly married, we have our first, second, or third children on the way, we've got a lot of these financial planning questions that are popping up and all of a sudden somebody was talking about, hey, here's an, an, an opportunity to try and service these folks. I really didn't know anything other than fee only, assets under management model, but we did do tax preparation and planning at both of the firms I worked at. 
So I knew I kind of wanted to do something like that, but I was very concerned about whether or not I could find somebody with a million dollars liquid that I could put into an assets under management model where I provided financial planning and taxes. And when I first uh, came across Alan and we had a phone call, it was really a low-cost barrier uh, as a founding member, which really just means one of the first 30 people to sign up for the XY network. Uh, he made it very low barrier to entry in the sense that if I didn't find value in the first couple of months, I could just walk away. So one of the things that uh, XYPN is known for is giving advisors a way to work profitably with those clients who don't walk in the door with a million dollars to to manage. That sounds like that was really a key feature for you. What's interesting as a founding member of the XY Planning Network, um, the network was in its infancy, so there wasn't a lot of infrastructure. So a lot of the infrastructure was us asking questions of Alan and other uh, founding members on what is, you know, what was their experience in Alan's first two years of running his practice and, you know, how do we really kickstart something here and who are we really targeting, who are we going to work with? It's come a long way. There's a ton more infrastructure that the XY network now provides to a person who might be starting a firm. Uh, I did have uh, a certain amount of tech discounts and some other things, but it, the most intriguing thing was, hey, can I work with my friend who's a high-earning investment banker? He does not have $500,000 of assets liquid, which is pretty much the minimum across most NAPFA firms in our area here in Central Virginia, uh, but they need a ton of advice. They need to know how to buy life insurance, what the need is, how much to buy, what type to get without some sort of bias, right? We all have young kids, we need an estate plan. So there was a lot of financial planning and I think this was right at the, the point, I think about five or six years ago where I really saw at least the local marketplace and I think the greater national marketplace starting to look for what is actually coined as a financial planner and not a financial advisor. So you really found that they could provide you the way to offer planning to people who looked a lot like you and your circle of friends. Yeah, and so right off the bat, I really, you know, I started noodling on, okay, is there a way to, to service, you know, get up to 100 clients without burning through the, the startup cash that I knew I had? What was that model? And I really took their early on model and, and started working with that and started getting a website together. They had some nice templates when it came to ADV and a lot of the compliance stuff that we need. Now they're much more comprehensive in the compliance offering that they offer for startup RIAs. Uh, so that helped a lot. And, and, you know, the first six weeks before I was able to actually open the doors for business, I was utilizing a lot of what they had pulled together uh, for me to get going. And so from that aspect, I mean, I wouldn't have known how to do it without talking to the people that were also founding members and or Alan and getting getting up and running. And it sounds like as you've seen what XYPN offers evolve over time, it would be easier for someone now who's starting their own firm than it was for you because so much more is built in that didn't exist at the time you joined XYPN. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would equate it at the time that I joined. A lot of times it was, hey, here are three options for you that I've already vetted. So why don't you go and vet these three instead of, here's the universe of compliance consultants. Go interview all of them or use these templates. Uh, here's three web designers instead of going to the universe and trying to figure out who's going to design my website. Uh, and also a sounding board was nice. Um, 
And again, there were a lot of, you know, just like we do as ATP advisors, we show a value proposition to our clients when we're talking about working together. Alan did a good job of saying, hey, do you want to be a member of NAPFA anyways? Well, that's baked into the fee. Do you want some sort of account aggregation tool? We use Blueleaf. It's baked into the fee with a $100 discount. You're going to need some sort of compliance software that monitors your website, baked into the fee. Before they got to developing their own payment processing system, they had a monthly arrangement with another. You know, if you're working with people where you're not billing their investments and you're billing them directly, you need some sort of invoicing and billing system. So a lot of these things, you just added up the numbers of what it was going to cost me anyways to go out and get these things. And they had already vetted them, put it into a package, and the package was cheaper than I could buy all those things by going out to the open market. So then 2016 comes along and uh, you join ACP as well. And I've often said that XYPN and ACP were not like competing burger chains where you necessarily pick one or the other. If that were the case, we wouldn't have so many members who just organically decided, I want to be members of both. Why did you then want to join ACP? You know, it's really interesting. So uh, Meredith Briggs, who's a fellow ACP advisor up in uh, Saugerties, New York at Taconic Advisors, she and I actually shared an office at a firm in Richmond, Virginia years ago. And she had called me asking me, wow, I saw that you went out on your own. Tell me more about it. And she wasn't necessarily happy where she was and she was looking for a change. But she at the same time had found somebody within the ACP that was looking for a potential partner. And so she and I connected and she was asking me more of, should I go out on my own? And I said, well, if you found a partner, this is a lot of work. You know, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm a fledgling startup. If you found somebody that you like, you think they have a good business model. And she said, yeah, I think that's what I found. I said, well, I can't wait to hear what happens. And then we reconnected like six months later. I think this was August of 16. I said, what happened? She said, I joined. I'm, I'm working with this gentleman named Chip. He's great. He's got a great practice. We don't custody assets and we have a flat retainer fee. And I said, wait, hold the phone. Tell me a little bit more. Like, this is a very interesting business model. How does it work? She's like, well, you know, it's actually part of this greater network. And it's, uh, I think it's gone through this rebrand recently. Uh, it was the Alliance of Cambridge Advisors, and now it's called the Alliance of Comprehensive Planners. Oddly, I think I got caught up in the rebrand. When I started my firm, I don't think I could find ACP because it was in the middle of this changeover from ACA to ACP. She had had such a good experience so far in that. I said, well, tell me more. One of the biggest things I'm struggling with is really that front end, the lead is in my chair, getting the information and exuding the value proposition and having a, an intelligible conversation about our fee structure. Because at the time, mine was, hey, for financial planning, it's X number of dollars a month. Plus, if you want me to do your tax preparation and tax planning, it's an extra X number of dollars a month. And by the way, when we start managing investments on our platform, it's this percentage of assets under management. That was a lot to just say on this podcast, let alone in front of a prospect. And they're probably like, well, I, what? You know? And when I finally you know, found ACP and I started hearing from Meredith about this fee calculator and just the idea of it, I guess I'd been, maybe my head was in the, in the sand and certainly can you create your own fee calculator? Absolutely. But a group had been doing it for 20 to 25 years. Why, if it, if it isn't broken, uh, you know, don't try and fix it, jump on and, 
and I, I had a call with the concierge at ACP. I said, hey, I want to see your fee and value proposition calculator. It's very interesting to me. And that was kind of my, my light bulb aha moment, I think, that I can really trace back and say, man, I was really struggling. And it's not like all of a sudden overnight I was a success, but all of a sudden I felt like I was very prepared going into these meetings. I felt a lot less biased in how I was presenting to these prospects and how, funny enough, I thought I was the most unbiased fee-only advisor. With the AUM model, you start to realize you have these unintentional biases just based off of your fee structure. So that was really a turning point for me, and that's when I was like, you know what, ACP is interesting enough for me to to take the investment at the time. It was a, you know, going from a monthly AC or XY planning that I could walk away from at any time. This was the first large business expenditure other than my website design that uh, I had to kind of take a step back and say, do I really think this is worth it? And I think it was helpful knowing that I had a, a former colleague that I highly respect uh, who was already a member of it and said it was well worth it to become a full certified ACP member. It brings to mind when I joined ACP, I was in the January 2000 training class back when training was a week in residence and it was before we had the virtual classroom and when the self-study was quite different, the advent of the associate membership, I think if that had been available at the time, it would have been a no-brainer instead of having to really think hard about, well, do I want to take a system that is proven and is working or do I want to build it myself? And I concluded I didn't have time to go through the trial and error of figuring it out for myself. I needed somebody else's expertise. I thought what I was joining for was, what's the fee methodology? ACP doesn't tell me how much to charge, but they gave me a way to figure out how to identify. And I was not sure at all how to do that. And what I discovered was, that I got a lot of value out of how to have the fee conversation with clients in ways that respects the questions that they have and uh, helps them understand the value that they'll get. Yeah, it was fascinating just uh, <laughs> almost hitting pause for a second and realizing why am I trying to jam all of this information into one prospect meeting? I'm making a lot of assumptions and trying to get right to my fee and service model when in reality, if you just stop and you say, yeah, let's have a 45-minute conversation to get to know what you're looking for. And then from that, I'm going to be able to ask you for some information that's going to be able to allow me to create a service fee and structure for you. And that was a part of that aha moment where I was like, man, I'm just trying to you know, push everything into one meeting, just separate it into two. And hey, by the way, here's some scripts in case you fumble over your own words. Here's a script on exactly how to run that first meeting. Here's a script on how to run that second meeting. And there's also, by the way, in the ACP methodology, there's a, they basically teach you how to run a meeting on every financial planning topic you can imagine. I kind of pick and choose some of that stuff. I use a lot of the tools. I already knew how to run a financial planning practice per se, but I love how ACP gave you a track to run on and a fee and value proposition that's a sustainable business model. What I was running into and what I was afraid of, if I had not found ACP, I think I would probably be sitting here overworked with too many clients that are paying well under what the average fee should be for the advice that we provide as comprehensive financial planners. 
Yeah, I agree. I remember the worry that I had before I joined ACP was how am I ever going to bring myself to charge $1,000 for financial planning, which I thought of as a, this ongoing process and didn't understand how much value I'd be providing to clients and how much they would be eager to pay for that value and how much less it could cost them compared to other places they could go. So you've been a member of both organizations for some time now and your personal skill set has evolved, the offerings of the organizations has evolved. From your perspective here in late 2019, what is it that you get out of both your memberships with XYPN and with ACP? You know, when I joined ACP, it didn't ever cross my mind to leave XY. I mean, XY was paying for itself. It is this great membership that has these discounts on stuff that I was probably going to purchase anyways. What ACP has brought to that one was a track to run on to complement where I feel like I had a lot of the tools to operate a financial planning practice, but I didn't necessarily have the right methodology and fee structure and how I communicated it. So that's where I, I think our average fee for cl per client or average revenue per client prior to fully adopting the ACP methodology was probably well under $5,000, maybe even well under $3,500 per client. And I think today we're closer to $10,000 per client. Some of that naturally is just going to be that we're, we've been open for five years and we continue to get different types of clients that may have larger net worth, et cetera. But uh, I also do think it's because we switched to uh, away from the confusing monthly plus another monthly plus AUM to this annual fee recalculated based on your net worth and net income and net complexity. And the other thing with the ACP network, I don't know if it's because it's a nonprofit versus the other one being a for-profit. It's a very interesting study, uh, case study, but there's a lot more experienced advisors that I've been able to lean on in the ACP or at least find. I don't know if that's because it's a smaller network right now, but also people have been much more willing to share their actual deliverables, their materials, really everybody on the ACP committees that are creating and enhancing the fee calculator, the ACP toolkit, all of these things, do it out of their desire to help everybody in the network. So it's kind of interesting because I think when you pay for something that's in a for-profit entity or world, you expect more from the network itself, whereas I think we recognize in ACP it's only as good as the volunteers inside the network. So they both have their pros and cons in that regard. So XYPN gets its name from serving advisors who specialize in working with clients who you'd identify as Gen X or Gen Y. How central do you find that to be to what XY is about or what XY brings to you? The XY planning network, I think originally the intention was, hey, in Gen X and Gen Y, it's going to be much more valuable for that generation because they don't have a million dollars liquid. Let's create a network that's a uh, financial planning centric model with a monthly fee so that those people can be serviced. 
And the interesting thing is, is that I've found because ACP has been in existence for 25 years and works with all walks of life when it comes to new college graduates all the way to, you know, retirees in the final stage of life, that really the retainer or annual fee model that removes the, the biases of the assets under management and commission-based products, et cetera, is really more widespread age-wise and can work across every single stage of life. I know that they've got a lot of advisors that work all across the spectrum when it comes to young and old, and uh, you know they might also have a lot of Gen X and Gen Y planners, and so maybe that's a part of it as well. I don't know that the emphasis should be put there. I think it's more of it's a, a fast-growing movement and community that is really championing the monthly model. I always re recommend to people call it an annual fee paid monthly because clients hear that differently. Your contract reads differently. Uh, it's really frustrating when somebody starts to get the idea that, oh, can I just turn it off? Because um, that's not really what we're about, right? We're about providing ongoing comprehensive advice, and it's really hard to do it when, you, when somebody thinks they can just turn it off. To flip the coin on ACP, I know that before I got involved, there was a desire to create a brand when it went from ACA to the ACP and creating uh, what your intro was about uh, a group, a community of tax-focused financial advisors. Similar to XY, if XY is not your focus, don't let that detract you from joining the XY Planning Network. Same thing with ACP. If you're not tax-focused in the sense of you don't have to prepare taxes to be an ACP advisor. You think about financial planning, and a lot of financial planning is tax planning. So I think what that really meant to uh, highlight is that we do have a lot of CPAs. We do have a lot of folks that do prepare taxes in our network, but it's also a great place to learn that from others, and it's a great way to enhance your value proposition to your clients because a dollar not paid in taxes is a dollar not paid in taxes. Right. I always say that that's one of the only places you can save money without having to give anything up. You'll still have the same number of interstate highways and national parks if you pay the smallest amount of tax you're legally obligated to pay. <laughs> and you're right. About one-third of ACP members, last I looked, did not prepare taxes, but do they have a tax planning focus in their service to their clients? Of course. I don't know how to do an investment recommendation without tax awareness. I don't know how to advise a client on savings without looking into how much their 401k could save them in income tax every year, if that suits what they're saving for. And likewise, with your comments on XYPN, what I have been hearing more and more is that the Gen X and Gen Y is not as central to the description of who they are as a membership organization. It's that the tools work for people who, like younger professionals, don't have a stack of assets to manage yet. So here's a model that works. And we are, in fact, in my own practice, we're going to annual fees charged monthly as one of our two default methods of charging, not because our younger clients are asking for it, but because our clients who are closer to retirement have been asking for it. It's just easier for them to see that charge coming out uh, every month. And I remember being very impressed 
seeing the book by Michael Kitsis and Alan Moore about the monthly retainer model and realizing that it wasn't something that the client could just shut off whenever they wanted, uh, but that it could be set up as an annual fee being charged monthly. The other thing that strikes me is how much the two groups have in common, where both are committed to fee only, both are deeply committed to the fiduciary standard. We care about putting our client's interest before our own interest more than just about anything else. And within both groups, there are, there's room for some variation in approach. I'm a dedicated passive investor. You might not be, and I know there are other colleagues of ours in ACP who are not. And because of all the common ground we have, we can still learn from each other and be glad that we're in the same group together. Well, PJ, thanks so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure having you with us. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You've been listening to PJ Wallen, CPA PFS, CFP, founder of Atlas Financial, a fee-only financial planning, investment management, and tax services firm with offices in Richmond, Virginia. There's a link to PJ's website in our show notes. Chatting with PJ after we finished our talk, he commented, I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't have ACP's value proposition and the fee calculator. But it's not the fee calculator, it's the value proposition we can show to clients. That's where my ACP membership paid for itself overnight because my first relationship was a retainer with assets I wasn't taking custody of and with a fee equal to the cost of my membership in ACP. It paid for itself with the first one. This is podcast number eight of Practical Wisdom from ACP Financial Advisors from the Alliance of Comprehensive Planners. ACP is a community of tax-focused financial advisors operating under a unique fee-only retainer model. For more than 20 years, ACP has trained advisors in the practices and tools of a comprehensive process rooted in the uncompromising values of fiduciary fee-only planning. Our members are pioneers and innovators who together have perfected a unique retainer-based, tax-focused, comprehensive approach, providing a distinct alternative in the financial planning marketplace. ACP offers a lower cost associate membership for those who want to learn and apply ACP's methodology prior to becoming certified members. For more information, call 910-769-1569 or visit acplanners.org.